Gather round, Hoopers, for the season's begun. Not even ten games in and we're having some fun. The buck started hot. It seems no looking back. But a spider in Cleveland crawls on their tracks. Out in the west, just as scary, the top four teams were supposed to be buried. Then there's the Lakers. Where to begin? The final team to notch their first win. The fear, the terror, the anger, the pain. These fans do seem like they're going insane. But stay for the ride. You mustn't dare go. All this and more on Last Week in Basketball's Halloween Show. Gentlemen, and welcome to a spooky edition of Last Week in Basketball. A recap of some of the spookiest storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Happy Halloween, everybody. Well, it's Halloween. Or All Hallows Eve. And I feel like dancing. And I feel like letting loose. A little bit of dead Kennedys for you guys right there. Happy Halloween, everybody. We wanted to acknowledge the drummer, D.H. Peligro, who passed away recently. So we just wanted to show our respects. And hi, Malv. How are you? Pretty good. It's nice to be good as a Laker fan right now, right? Right. Very rare. <laughs> I still wear my shirt. Me I, too. We rep it proud. I tell people, people talk to me more now that we're losing. <laughs> That's because we're real fans. We stay loyal. Yeah, I stay. I keep it on. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We hope everyone is having a wonderful time listening. We have a lot to cover. I think it's time to get into it. Hey, Mal, we're going to play a little game. Do you remember this game? A little bit. Trick or treat! <laughs> Woo, it's been a while, Mal. Well, we liked it so much last year, we figured we'd play Trick or Treat again. I'm going to go ahead and ask my co-host if he thinks a couple of NBA storylines are tricks or treats. Let's go ahead and start in the Eastern Conference. Trick or Treat. As of this recording, the Cleveland Cavaliers are second place in the Eastern Conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers are a trick or a treat this season. Well, I know for you, they're definitely a treat. But again, I don't know if that's enough of a fucking treat for me. I'm going to give it like a, a fun size treat right now, right now. I think the Donovan Mitchell trade, it kind of catapulted them into this um, kind of trajectory, yeah. expectations, and they have been meeting them. There's a lot of teams, <coughs> Lakers, <coughs> last winless team. Ah! Uh, there's a lot of teams that are underperforming right now. So at least Cleveland has that going for them. Very solid foundation, very young. Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen, Karis LeVert, and Donovan Mitchell, they just went off, right? Mm. Did you see that game? No, I didn't, but I was hearing everybody talk about it as well, and I'm just like, again, this is still the first only, like, 10 games. We're not even in yet. So, Mal, based off of your fun size observation, where do you see the Cleveland Cavaliers at the end of the season? I'm going to say 6th through 8th for sure. I know everybody wants to see it, but I still don't have confidence in the whole core like to go that far. 
All right, interesting there. Nice. So Come we on. got we got Come one on, trick, bro. You still yes. have the Bulls. You still have the maybe the Pacers, maybe the Heat, maybe the 76ers to you know st- really start their season. And I feel those teams, even though they're shittier right now, could be better than the Cavs in less than half the season. You say trick, I say treat. I say fun size. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Let's move on to the next trick or treat. The Brooklyn Nets. Wow. There's a lot of problems going on in the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons has not been... Fouling out and missing He's, layups? Yes. He, Free, we're, we're airballing talking, layups again? Come on now. This is a Halloween episode. He is scared of getting fouled. Uh, reminds me... Mm-hmm, yeah, he doesn't want to go to the free throw line, man. Reminds me a little bit of Kwame Brown. The Kwame? <laughs> Kwame! Hey, Kwame. Kwame. Do you remember that, though? When Michael Jordan was like, what? What's wrong yeah. with you? Like, he was scared to go to the foul line uh, and take his shot. So, that's 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 pretty uh, unfortunate. So, you have that. <laughs> and then this whole Kyrie Irving situation where it stems from the COVID vaccine, his refusal to get that, um, using his platform to... Uh, I don't even know what to say about this. This is such a... Well, to spread his, what he believes is correct, you know? Joe Sy, owner of the Nets, released a statement via Twitter, quote, I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us. And as a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. Makes sense. As a result of that... A lot of members in the media, a lot of people who feel that he is not using his platform to the best of his abilities are calling him out on that. Mm. He got into a verbal dispute with beat reporter Nick Friedle, uh, and Friedle was basically saying, why are you doing this? Why are you using your platform to promote hate speech and mm. stuff like that? And Kyrie just denies him. I don't want to talk about this. Next question, next question. So, um, wow. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> very, very unfortunate for Brooklyn. You know, I think about the Lakers issues as well. And uh, I'd rather deal like in the Lakers situation with a Westbrook of a player who's not knowing or willing to play a certain way than having a player bring out any outside other information that just, you know, lingers over the team. Because I don't know where I read it from, but I forget which player on the Nets was asked about this situation with Kyrie, and he was like, it's just a fucking another day with that. You know, like, it, it is, you know, yes. but at the same time, like, come on, that shit adds up. You're just like, how much do you have to deal with this? Like, come on, fool. Like, Irving also tweeted out that he does not support Alex Jones or his uh, Sandy Hook, whatever that was. So uh, just be careful with your platform. Shit, one day it's going to be Steve Nash fucking- also got ejected. Oh, yeah, I thought he went and got angry as yes. fuck. Yeah. So, um, well, he's getting a lot of shit, too, because a lot of people are telling him about his Ben Simmons comments earlier that he don't need to shoot, which we started this Nets talk about. I was like, yo, yeah, he's scared of it. Like, it's not even that he's you're not going to let him. Like, he ha- there's situations where he's going to need to shoot. Yes. You know? So that's Brooklyn right now. A lot can change. Are you expecting a suspension or, or some form of? Oh, no. No. It's- Maybe fine him. Like, what is it? What is the thing? Something detrimental to the team. What is that excuse? Conduct detrimental to the team. Maybe. Currently, the Brooklyn Nets are 14th in the Eastern Conference. They are 1-5. in five. Hey, they got to win. Right. <laughs> but, but uh, yes, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on in that organization. We wish them the best. Let's move on to the next order of business. The Western Conference. A lot of treats in the Western Conference, Malv. And I want to go ahead and see what you think about the Utah Jazz. And all that jazz <laughs> came out of nowhere. Surprised a lot of people. 
The most recent victory for the Utah Jazz came against the Memphis Grizzlies, 124-123. to They are currently 5-2 and two in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Once they got rid of Mitchell, once they got rid of Gobert, it was like, okay, rebuild mode. But no, I'm looking at their players right now, and it does seem like a collective effort. Laurie Markkinen, he was always a decent player in fantasy. I had him a couple times, and now it seems like he is the primary focal point. Him and Colin Sexton. Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, they're still there. Taylor Horton Tucker, remember him? THC? Yes. A little THC, right? <laughs> it's, it's legal in Utah or what? Well, the thing about the Jazz, too, right? They just beat Memphis like with this fucking game, like crazy winner. They're going to play him again, and I think that's going to be the true test. Like, you're already bombing on these fools. Like, no one was expecting the Jazz to be at least in the top three at the beginning. I'll tell you what isn't a treat, though, is those yellow jerseys, those yellow Utah Stop jerseys. Stop it. You love those. Those are you gross. S- you like them. No, you're no. You're a liar. Pacino. I don't like those. <laughs> But I do like their mountain jerseys. A nice throwback. Shout out to the Utah Jazz. Um, a lot of people were expecting that playoff spot to no longer belong to Utah. Mm-hmm. But to quote Chicago, it's all that jazz. Yeah, that's right. I watch musicals. <laughs> I've never watched it. You don't know that one? I've never seen it. I never watched it. All right. I've seen the commercials, but I was like, no, nah, that's not for me. Another treat. The Portland Trailblazers. The biggest treat. That's the king-sized bar Damn king-sized. <laughs> He's currently out one to two weeks with a calf sprain. That was their loss. Their, their first loss of the season came against the Miami Heat. But uh, very nice, strong start to the season. Let's see if they can continue that. They are sitting at first place right now with a 5-1 and one record. Shit. Even if they lose their next five games, they'll probably still have a better score than the Lakers. <laughs> exactly. They have five more wins than the Lakers. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Malv staying in the Western Conference. I want your opinion on whether this team is a trick or a treat. The New Orleans Pelicans. Fuck. I'll give them a treat only because Zion came back and got like a double-double. That is it for right now. And we all know that like health is definitely going to be like correlating to their success rate. And I'm going to give it to Ingram. I'll give it to Zion. That they'll be the lower half of the playoffs coming up. The Pelicans just beat the Clippers 112-91. to CJ McCollum balled. I, I like what their pieces are. They have a big chip on their shoulder. There's a there's a rivalry brewing between the Lakers and the Pelicans, so that's why I wanted to get your take on whether or not this was a trick or a treat. Uh, you have the Anthony Davis, now a Laker. Mm-hmm. You have Brandon Ingram, former Laker, now a Pelican. And then you also have the draft picks as well. So it's looking like New Orleans might be able to add Victor Wembanaya to their, to their team. Not even. Well, How is this possible? <laughs> Science, right? <laughs> the basketball draft. That's what's going on, dude. Unless the Lakers trade for him. Unless- <laughs> yes, very true, right? <laughs> unless that happens. Thank you, Mav. I love your optimism. But um, that's a little bit forward thinking. I definitely consider them a treat this season. And right now, it's looking like they are going to have a better record than the Lakers. For now. Yeah. <laughs> so, oy vey. They're chomping. They're salivating. Everyone. Everyone's. It feels like wolves right now, right? Well, they played them on the, the second. So let's see how that goes. I think that would really be a good one right there. That would be a nice treat to watch. Well, yeah, for sure. As for the tricks of the Western Conference, look no further than the purple and gold, Malv. That's right. The Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to go ahead and say it has been a trick (laughs) of a season. A lot of situations beyond their control. Health, offensive struggles has been the main issue. The Lakers are the final remaining team in the, in the NBA. Winless in L.A. <laughs> yes, winless in L.A. I love that. Breaking news. 
Not anymore, Malv. The Lakers managed to get their first win of the season, 121-110 to against the Denver Nuggets. That brings the Lakers' season record to 1-5. and Celebrate the small victories. Nice game by the big three. Russell Westbrook almost had a triple-double. 18-8-8. LeBron James, 26-6-8. AD, 23-15 rebounds, two assists. And the kicker, three-point shooting, 13-30, 43%. Free throws, 16-20, 80%. Wanted to give a shout-out to Patrick Beverly as well. He did not trick us this time. Uh, solid performance, 5-2-5, five, and five, but his energy was felt. It was very lively at crypto, so thank you for that. All of this on top of George Mikan retirement night. Congratulations to the original big man, the OG, George Mikan. Long overdue, but glad it finally happened in a victory, no less. So definitely, we have been enjoying the treat so far. Go ahead and do a Mikan drill underneath the basket to celebrate. And back to Malvin Mowgli. This is scary. This is uncharted territory. Each year, you think, wow, that was tough to be a Lakers fan. But the Lakers are like, Nothing no. Nothing beats that Tariq Black year, right? <laughs> oh, man. The Byron Scott era? Yeah. Th- those are th- this is tough, too, though, because LeBron James is here and Malv. No, that era is way worse. I think there's more. Po- I'm, a- I'm piggybacking on you right now with yeah. it being a fucking dismal, this is dismal horrible. trick. This is horrible. Yes. But I believe it's better than the past, what would we call them? Our dark periods, our dark ages, yes. you know? I think it's a little bit better because we have certain things going well. I'm going to give it the positive. Like, again, we have LeBron's, you know, hopefully passing Kareem. Check out this tweet from StatMuse. The Lakers have a 97.1 offensive rating this season. Every other team in the NBA has an offensive rating of 100+. plus. They are on pace to have the third worst offensive rating in the last 20 seasons. Only the 2012 Bobcats and the 2015 Fuck. Sixers are worse. What about our defense? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's spooky. That's all I'm saying. Like it's a, it's a tr- Ugh, these are these humbling periods in LA that you need. Malv, LeBron's tenure as a Laker, trick or treat? It's a treat, bro. We got a championship out of it. Come on, be be honest. It's a treat. You still got one championship out of them, and we still may get one more. It's not done yet. The first season, he strained his groin, yeah, yeah. the Christmas Day game against the Warriors. The next season was the bubble year. Injuries and, you know, lack of, of depth have been the kryptonite. I feel sorry for, for Bill McDonald and Stu Lance because uh, Stu Lance just feels over it. Like, like you can said, hear, is just like, keys to the game, shooting, defense, rebounding, shooting, shooting, <laughs> offense. But like you said, Malv, this is still not even 10 games into the season. Let's go ahead and boost those numbers up, though. Uh, those are rookie numbers. Shout out to Matthew McConaughey. It's so tricky with LeBron because he's considered one of the greatest players ever. However, his time with one of the greatest franchises ever has been very up and down. Uh, it's just a lot to deal with. A lot to deal with. Uh, don't take it for granted. This has been a treat. Anything can happen in this game. And uh, yes. Hopefully he does get a nice ovation if he passes Kareem. Hopefully Kareem's there too. That would be a nice treat. That's that, Malv. Let's go ahead and move on to more tricks and treats in the NBA. A very nice treat for DeMar DeRozan 
He is now the 50th player in NBA history to score 20,000 career points. It came against the San Antonio Spurs, his former team. Greg Popovich called a timeout. They recognized the the accomplishment. Oh, nice. And uh, yes, congratulations on DeMar. 20,000 is a lot, bro. Yeah. It is. Wow. Very, very, very cool. Another treat. Paolo Banchero. Purple Soup Paolo, right? They won a game. <laughs> <laughs> Paolo's had a very impressive start to his season right now. 20 points in all of his games he's played, averaging 23.5 points per game, 8.3 rebounds, 3.8 assists. He is definitely the front runner for the rookie of the year. He's a solid piece right now. Good on them. Good on them. All right. Moving on to the next order of business. Couple serious things on the agenda right now, Malv. We forgot to mention it last week. We're going to go ahead and mention it now. Uh, Brittany Griner update. Her birthday was, I think, NBA opening tip-off. I think Steph Curry gave her a shout-out. We, we forgot to say that. But uh, as far as her, her, her case in Russia, the Russian court rejected her appeal. It's looking like it's going forward with the maximum amount of jail time. So nine years in Russian prison is what's Fuck. going on right now. Uh, very scary stuff for her. Wishing her the best. Stay strong, Brittany. Moving on to a bit more serious news. We talked about the San Antonio Spurs a little while ago. We have other news. Something's going down in San Antonio. According to this ESPN article by Ramona Shelburne and Woj, sources, Joshua Primo allegedly exposed himself to women. The San Antonio Spurs release of guard Josh Primo, the number 12 pick in the 2021 NBA draft, stemmed from multiple alleged instances of him exposing himself to women. Sources told ESPN on Saturday. Primo is 19 years old. The team had recently picked up the $4.3 million option on Primo's contract. Another tweet from Woj as well. Josh Primo was the youngest player in the 2021 NBA draft when he was selected. 19 years old, like we mentioned. That's what you expect from the Spurs. You know, Popovich, you know, the stewardship that they hold. You know, they're a very well-run organization, and you don't expect their players or anyone... To expose themselves yeah, to anybody. Yeah, they don't condone any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. As for Primo himself, he's he's 19. Um, he has the potential because they just extended him, so there was some confidence. You know, I'm looking at the, the Twitter universe, and, like, everyone seems like this was a shocking move. Yeah. So it looks like, I don't know what's going to happen with him. He's, he's, he's young enough to come back into the league. But yeah, he you got a season just to clean up. You yeah. clean up your act. You know, and then next season, he for sure won't be with the Spurs. I'll give you that. But um, some other team, if he's still solid and playing his game, exposing yourself to women is a no-no. But we don't know the details, all right? I see a statement here from Primo, and it says, I've been seeking help to deal with previous trauma I've suffered, and now I'll take this time to focus on my mental health treatment more fully. I hope to be able to discuss these uh, issues in the future so I can help others who suffered in a similar way. I appreciate privacy at, at that time. So depending on what that really is, and, like, if you truly fix it or if it's a fixable problem, like, it's not a habit of you or, like, you don't have a compulsion to compete, uh, expose yourself, you know, then I said, yeah, dude, he's 19. Like, even go by 21. Like, bro, he's People essentially out mistakes. of high school. Like, you know, come on. Yeah. Best of luck to Primo. Uh, he, he's still pretty young. Hopefully he learns from this and, uh, you know, we can move forward in the future. All right. Let's do the injured list. Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Well, a bunch of spooky injuries this week. Uh, uh, uh. Clippers' Kawhi Leonard was out Sunday 
versus the Pelicans. He's also going to be out Monday with a knee injury. Sticking in the Pacific Division as well, DeAndre Ayton. It's looking like he's going to miss about one or two weeks due to an ankle injury. That was reported by Shams. We mentioned Damian Lillard earlier in the episode. Otto Porter Jr. will be out a while due to personal reasons. Uh, I did not know Otto Porter was a Raptor. So, yes, he, he's a Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Damn it, Chuck. <laughs> hey, who he play for? Yeah. I love that. Come on, man. I would lose at that so much, bro. Every time I was like, what? Like, he's there now? Yeah, I didn't know that one. Victor Oladipo will not play in the remaining two games of the West Coast road trip for the Heat. So, uh, best of luck with him. He's dealing with a knee injury. And that's going to do it for the injured list for today. Pacific Division Talk. We have a nice treat for the Golden State Warriors. They are now the NBA's most valuable team. Forbes has listed the franchise worth $7 billion. Then it's the New York Knicks, Lakers, Bulls, and Celtics. Clay Thompson, he had a little bit of an outburst. He got ejected. He wasn't having it with Book, man. Clay, all this fucking thing. I was, I didn't get to watch the game, but surprisingly, I did watch NBA on the TNT afterwards. Yeah, and it was getting pretty wild. I want to talk about this because Charles Barkley, I felt, was saying some wild shit, and I guess everybody's kind of semi agreeing that like he was wild. And he- Charles Barkley made that observation about the Warriors, you know, Clay Thompson and Draymond. Mm-hmm. But look at the Lakers. Look at the Nets. The Sixers, maybe even too. We'll see about that. But yes, these are teams that are older in age, competing with these young up-and-comers. Memphis, uh, Boston. I want to say this might be a treat. And the way we were talking about the beginning of all these new teams, like I always find the NBA fun when a random new franchise randomly wins here and there. Like, you know, There's a lot of that this mm-hmm. season. So Potential. There's a lot of potential of that this season, I feel. Let's see how much fight the Warriors have left in them. They're the defending champs, fool. Come on now. Like... When you win one or two, you kind of know how to, like, keep a chill, you know? Like, you have a certain mindset because you've been here before. You've done it. Like, you've seen a lot of things, you know? And I think with Clay too, it's just, like, he even talked about it, how his mental health was down during the injury. And I think it's obvious that it's still lingering, right? Like, those feelings and those thoughts, especially with moments like this when he seems to act out of character because he can't best Booker. That was a good know? battle, though. Booker. No, but Book- I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, like, you see all these things and it's like, Again, like you don't want, I'm just using that as extreme, but you don't want Clay to do like a Ben Simmons, right? To like doubt his own skills and like doubt his current skills because they may not be exactly how vintage Clay was, you know? The Warriors are currently playing the Detroit Pistons. Let's see what happens after that. Moving on to the Suns, Mikael Bridges, mm-hmm. he had a nice game against the Pelicans. He had 27 points and some great defense. We had a preseason prediction. We said that the Phoenix Suns weren't going to have the best regular season again <laughs> in the Pacific Division. Yeah, remember? Like, we, we picked the Warriors as the best team. How do we feel about that now? I'm telling you, it's still early, guys. We're, it's we're a shooting, trick. It's a trick. We're, we're still too early. We're still too early. Come on now. I like, like though, I like, though, when they were playing the Warriors, uh, Aiton was feasting, and that's the main issue with the Warriors. The bigness. That's always been the, their Achilles heel, and it looks like Phoenix was able to kind of, you know, they found something there. Mm-hmm. And both teams, I think the, the, the commentating staff was saying it, too. They, they know that they're going to play each other in the playoffs. So that, that game meant something. Let's see what happens. All right, moving on to the Clippers. They just lost to the Pelicans. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Kawhi for that game. But, uh, yes. Two and four right now. Like, again, see, like, it's just the beginning, beginning, all right? 
You're telling me the Clippers, even though we hate them, they're not going to be creeping up to the sixth spot at least. Come on now. Moving on to the next Pacific Division team, the Sacramento Kings. They got to win. Fuck, that's it. That's we their only news. We got to talk about it. No, no, that's we it. That's just it. Stop lying. What a nice treat for them. Who they play, huh? They, they Put played, it on the plate. Who, who they play? They played the Miami Heat. <laughs> Butler's, his haircut. Come on, what, what, what is that? They win 119 to 113. It was Kevin Herter. Who? <laughs> He's hurting our feelings. Uh, it was Kevin Herter who led the way with 27, 7, and 3. Keegan Murray... Nice little rookie there. Uh, yeah, multiple players. I'm looking right here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six players in double figures. Yes, it's only one in four, but uh, <laughs> that's better than the Lakers. Right. So so congratulations, oh, Are we going to do that now? Yes. Every, no, no, no. No, I, no, I, no, no. Now that the Kings have won a game. We have to. And technically are winning. Yes. We have to give... That's Sacktown town news now. That's this is what we're doing. They, this is their oh treat my. for Sacramento Kings fans. There now you go. I gotta learn the players on this team. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Mike Brown, you see him running? You, he was getting all into that. He was. He you was, know I didn't watch that game. <laughs> so uh, uh. yes, the Kings moving on up, moving on up. And now for final designated Lakers talk, the seller. Fuck <laughs> the seller. What else can we say? I don't. We we're, we're, it's a, it's a constant loop mouth. So this is going to be a quick Lakers segment. It's like grind our gears. Come on, guys. Uh, you guys are with us. By the time this recording is out, we'll find out whether or not they're zero and six. <laughs> the next five opponents the Lakers are facing: the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Cavaliers, and the Jazz again. And then after that, it's the Clippers. That's what I feel. We'll go on a winning streak. Go through the fire, Lakers. Emerge like the Phoenix. Sons? <laughs> <laughs> also in Lakers news, Shaquille O'Neal and HBO are teaming up for a documentary. It's a four-part docu-series spanning over four weeks, beginning November 23rd, titled Shaq, and it will chronicle the basketball superstar's rise to prominence and also focus on his life off the court. Check it out on HBO Max when it releases. Thank you for the treat, Shaq. We can dig it. And that... I think is an appropriate way to end our Halloween episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a ghoulish time listening. We always have a ghoulish time recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will you? At mal underscore n underscore mogley. Any more final tricks or treats for you, Mal, before we head out? Trick or treat with your kids, your family. Go out there. Just relax, man. Hang out. You know, don't take things so seriously. If there's anything that this Lakers season has taught us, it's oh. to not take anything so seriously, right? <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Dia de los Muertos. Happy birthday to my cousin. Happy birthday to my uncle. Happy birthday to my dog, Ralph. Happy birthday! Final thing before we go, games to watch. If you're going to watch a game on Halloween, check out that Memphis Grizzlies versus Utah Jazz game. Wednesday, November 2nd, you also have the Jazz versus the Mavericks. And on Friday, November 4th, you have the Trailblazers and the Suns. That is currently the one versus two matchup. I don't think Dame's going to play that, but you also have the Jazz and the Lakers. So a lot of good basketball. The Trailblazers and the Suns are also playing Saturday, November 5th as well. Those are just a few games. If you got League Pass, go ahead and check that out as well. Don't forget, go out and vote. Stay safe. Vote or die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> stay safe, stay spooky, and we'll see you next week. 
And one more thing before we go, we would like to send our condolences to the Halloween tragedy that happened in Korea this past weekend. Condolences. <laughs>